Welcome to episode seven of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. How are you, Stephen? I'm all right. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, you know, we're, this is our special uh, it, it's, Thanksgiving it, it's episode. It's a special Thanksgiving. It's a very special Thanksgiving. <laughs> It's a Charlie Brown Amen Corner Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Here we are. Yeah, it's, I can't believe uh, it's almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, well. It, we have a lot to be thankful for this year, I think. We do. I can't think of too many things, but uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. But wait, <laughs> before we talk about Thanksgiving dinner yes. and what we need oh, to be thankful for, do, yeah. I think we should, um, you know, you had you had dinner with someone last night. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, I had Someone, I, go ahead. I had dinner. I had dinner with somebody who voted for the the president elect of the United States. You mean president elect Donald J. Trump? You still I can't say dinner. that. <laughs> I had dinner <laughs> with somebody who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton and didn't vote for Jill Stein. Dude, what was that like? I mean, I have yet to meet someone who voted for for Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. I mean, look at the bubble you I live in. Not- you haven't even met anybody. I know. I don't think so. I can't think I of a I single had. person I, I know or anybody that I've met who I voted for Donald Trump. I wish I had your life. I mean, everybody who's white above the age of fifty-five is totally suspect in my case. I was I was in the airport yeah. a few weeks ago, and I was I was heading up to Boston, so it was a flight within the bubble. But anybody, yeah. but there were flights going to like Dallas and Charlotte and so on and so forth. Anybody white above the age of fifty-five was definitely suspect in my mind. Yeah. So. Well, I, I no went to Trump. Chicago this. Yeah, I went ahead. to Chicago this weekend and thought the same thing about every white person <laughs> I saw. There, there were. I'm pretty sure there were any Trump supporters on my recent flights to and from there the Persian Gulf. <laughs> probably not. No, 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 no. It was, it was me. Other members of the foreign policy establishment, and a lot of Indians on their way to India. So interesting. Did, did you have a layover? No layover. Fourteen hours on the way home. It was only like twelve on the way there. So oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. So I had dinner with with a Trump voter. So what was that? Come on. Where, where yeah, did you go? I, what did you eat? What did you do? Well, what, what, what did you have? Ham. I was, yeah, we ate a lot of bacon and pork <laughs> products. Now, uh, I was a little bit um, trepidatious. This is a friend of mine who does not live in New York City, does not reside in the bubble. Okay. And I know him to be more politically conservative than I. Well, not hard, um, but go ahead, yes. Right, that's true. <laughs> so, but he's from out of town, and he's in for a couple of days, and he's like, let's have dinner. And you wanted so, to be a gracious host, because New course, York is a welcoming place. Of course, he's a nice guy. he's a nice guy. Except for his political well, proclivities. His political okay. beliefs are what they are. Okay. So, we went out in Hell's Kitchen to a Thai restaurant. Okay. Uh, which was really good. Were actually. there Thai immigrants serving you? How did he feel um, about that? Did he feel a little I don't uncomfortable? Know. I, I don't know. No, he felt good he because he he liked the vibe in the restaurant, and he's like, you know, this is great. It's going to suck when all those people get deported, though. What's he going to do? True. I don't know. No. I guess I'll have to find somebody else to serve him his uh, pudsu. <laughs> Won't be able to get that. Uh, so we talked about lots of things. Okay. And then. He, Finally, after like 15 or 20 minutes, he said, so I've been following your social media posts. Is he, is he, is he a listener? He should be a listener. I don't know if he's a uh. listener. Um, 
but he certainly follows me on Facebook. Right. And we're friends on Facebook, rather. And he's like, so I've been following your social media posts, <laughs> and um, you seem pretty despondent. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm despondent. Yeah. I was like, yeah, and you know, his attitude was more like, well, you know, first of all, he does not like Trump. Oh, they, nobody, like everybody him. who voted for Trump doesn't like it. Well, I don't like yeah, him, thinks, but no, he but really change. like he. No, he didn't say he didn't say that. He, he thinks he's a horrible, horrible person and a terrible candidate. But clearly, well, um, then in in that yeah. case, you got to vote for the guy. Well, <laughs> clearly, clearly, he hated. Hillary Moore, right? Um, but we—I actually found myself agreeing with him on a few things. Ooh, like what? Which is which is important. Well, we both agreed that the news media uh-huh. is completely complicit in all of this bullshit, and it is the fact that they have turned news into entertainment. Right, right. That is partially the blame. No, I think, that, I think that's right. I mean, we, talk, we talked about CNN <laughs> yeah. before a couple of episodes ago, and it's awful. Did I tell I'm you? Done, uh, done with CNN. CNN is, is, is horrific. Just horrific. Did you see, did you see that the other day, the Cairo? No, I was away. I was in Abu Dhabi, so I didn't see it, but you were telling me about it. Awful. Tell, tell our listeners who haven't, who haven't heard about this. So, so the Chiron on the bottom, or the lower third, or whatever you want to call the scroll at the bottom, the subject was, are Jews people? <laughs> no. now, now, when you're giving equal time to a fucking racist on your TV network, your quote-unquote news network, try not to put the Chiron that says, are Jews people? Are Jews people? Apes, monkeys, ask the Saudis. I was going to say, like, I'm the Silver Surfer. <laughs> like, I'm Batman. That's it. Like, next I, time, that's it. Next time on CNN, I wanted to say my name, my affiliation, my expertise, and a Jewish person. Right. Oh, no, a Jewish human. A Jewish human. A Jewish, Jewish human. human. <laughs> oh, my well, God. No, prove it. Prove that you're human. I, I, well, um, prove it. I spawned two children. Well, that doesn't mean I'm human. I don't know. No. I, I, I'm just oh. I'm a shapeshifter I actually am not a human I'm, you can't even prove that you're human <laughs> you can't prove that you're human Jew oh god maybe if I go on instead of that maybe I'll just put the, a yellow star on my suit on my lapel would that be would that be acceptable to our Jews human Jesus it's, fucking it, Christ it's very nice of you to volunteer to do that because I think <laughs> we're, we're, we're heading in that direction yeah, we're gonna be asked pretty soon anyway <laughs> Wait, um, we got to get back to that. We will get back to yeah. that. But wait, I want to hear more about dinner. Okay, so the news media yeah, sucks. So, Done. What's next? So we talked about how, you know, the fact that this is now entertainment for right. people. And I really believe that it's in the news media's interest to perpetuate this batshit crazy Oh, no, it's reality. great ratings. It is great it's ratings. It's freaking great ratings. Subscription you numbers are up. Nazis and Ku Klux Klan people running crazy. you got to cover this uh, shit. Exactly. Exactly. So then we talked about, I mean, you know, we, we disagree right. obviously on a lot. Right. And I think politically speaking, um, you know, he is a libertarian. Right. And I am most certainly not a libertarian. Right. But, um, Dude, he's not going to so like Donald Trump as president. No, but, but he knows. And we, this is where the, the conversation got really dark. Right. Right. And not, we, we didn't argue. We didn't raise our voices. Right. But we were in agreement that. Shit's going to go really bad. Yeah. Because he said, 
Well, Donald Trump is not going to be able to deliver on these economic promises to middle oh, America. Oh, really? Shocking. You mean yeah. that people aren't going back to, to working in the coal mine? The, exactly. the steel mills in Pennsylvania aren't coming right. back? The factories, the coal mines, those are not coming you back. Mean the, the carrier plant in Indianapolis really is going to move 1,400 jobs to, to Monterey, Mexico? Shocking. Right. So even, but even if you built a factory in Kansas or Missouri or Ohio or wherever, factories today don't need right. They're 5,000 employees. No, they're automated. They're they need automated. engineers and they need computers right. and automated, you know, arms and right. distribution, blah, blah, drones. But they do not need people. They don't need people. So here's, so here's they, where... They need people they, with more than a high school degree to run those systems. Yes. Right. Exactly. But they need like five of them. Right. Exactly. So here's what I said to him. And this is where things got like, holy crap. Right. I'm like, okay, so let's be clear. We're talking about uh, people being superfluous to the economy. Human beings... Other than to consume. Not Jews, because they're not human beings, but go ahead. Right. Well, good, good point. Right. Uh, white Christians. Right. Um, white Christians. Being superfluous to the economy. And what did he say? Yes. And so, and, and he voted okay, for Donald so Trump. I said, okay. I don't care. I said, it. so what, uh, you know. Uh, I, 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 I worse. She's going to take away his guns. Does, he, does this guy have guns? Worse. Yes. Oh, fuck. I yes. may get a gun, but we'll talk about that. Well, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so he said yes. He agreed that in this so in this scenario, human beings are super, superfluous, and I and he actually thinks that there's a free market solution to at least stave this off for a while. Whereas I, of course, what? believe that. Well, y- you know, again, this is where we disagree. <laughs> uh, the free market solution. That, the free market solution is sending all those jobs to Mexico. I mean, I'm not to say that I'm not a good capitalist and stuff, but if we look at it, you know, Wall Street is demanding profits from companies. The easiest way to wring profits out of what's actually a rather expensive enterprise is to send the work to Mexico where a Mexican worker gets paid in a day what an American worker gets paid in one hour. Exactly. And the protectionist trade is going to. That's the hidden hand, bro. That's what Adam Smith's talking about. So Mexico has a comparative advantage because it has. Abundant labor that's willing to work for a lot less money than Americans. End of story. Yeah. That's that's the capitalist solution. Deal with yeah. it, right? This so, is what these guys preach so, this this stuff, and then they don't actually believe it because it's actually about guns and social issues in which well, they're they're mobilized. Uh, so here's what the uh, so I said. Okay, so I'm asking, what's the answer? Like, what's going to happen? And he's like, nothing good. <laughs> Correct. I'm like, so we're talking about we're talking about bloodshed. He's like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like he is, you know, preparing for the eventuality that one day, like the shit is going to hit the fan, as they say. Do they and say that? They do. Oh. There's actually an acronym when the shit <laughs> hits the fan. It's like yeah. W T S F. When yeah, the, so I think, yeah, I think that's it, right? I think, I think if you Google that, you'll find, I'm not even joking, there's a whole subculture of people who are ready to take to the, you know, the woods. Oh, so there's really a hashtag for this. Yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. I mean, Is this this prepper thing or is this different? No, I think they're probably preppers. I'd be a I prepper, but my be. backyard isn't big enough. <laughs> are there a lot of Jewish preppers? <laughs> 
Nah, we'll buy we'll buy a seat at Don El Al to Israel. That Israel's our preppers. Israel's the preppers. I'm, I'm storing. I've got a whole case of jarred gefilte fish. <laughs> it'll get us through. It'll, it'll get us through. And fruit compost. Oh, fruit. <laughs> and you know you can use you can use matzah from one year to the next. So uh, it's all good. good it's all good. Oh, that's a good so, point. I didn't think about the matzah part of speaking, this. Strategy, speaking yeah. of this guy thinking that this shit's gonna hit the fan. Unless yeah. wait, is there more about the dinner? No, I mean, so we talked about this, right. and we essentially came to the conclusion that we both think that things are going to go bad, but for different reasons. Right. Um, but he did say something that I also think is right. Right. That is, um, if we swing four years or eight years from now from extreme right to extreme left, yeah, that's not that's not going to be great for the country either. No, it's not. That's yeah, exactly. that's the thing. Is that yeah. We're in this. There's, there is, of course, that possibility that 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 happens. I mean, none of these people, a good number of these people who voted for Donald Trump are also Obama voters, and they're clearly looking for someone to solve their problem for them. So right. they're not convinced that Trump can 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 deliver for them. So what happens in four years? And you know, are we going to have you know Bernie Sanders come back and promise them the world, and then that not happen? I mean, right. I, it, it it really is a. It's a yeah. huge problem that that center in American politics that has held for so long and actually was was critical to the country's success really doesn't exist any longer. Well, Hillary was more of a centrist uh, candidate than yeah, but, anybody. But this anti-establishment message um, deeply you know, resonated. And, of course, again, she was a flawed candidate, but whatever. But I, I wanted but to get she to— still won the, she still won the popular she vote. She did win the popular vote. She, by a lot. A lot. Two million yeah. votes now we're getting close to? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. What he was saying, though, is like, you know, if you go from Trump to something like Elizabeth Warren, right. it's inherently ins- unstable. And that's a lot like what happened in Europe between the two world wars. Oh, great. And I feel now I have nothing, feel, really nothing to be thankful for in this of better? my favorite holidays. Do you feel better? Do you feel better? No, I feel like <laughs> fucking shit, dude. And, <laughs> and, and, made me feel worse. and the day started out with me. I sent the article to you. Speaking of people thinking hell's going to go, you know, it's, it's the shit's going to hit the fan or hell's going to yeah. whatever. I sent you that Those article are, from the Washington Post about this dick fuck go. Richard Spencer. Ugh. He's somewhat, he Does he realize what a fucking... Putz, he seems like he's like emulating. No, he's emulating fucking Nazis. He he and he wear. I want to beat the fuck out of hipsters too. He's wearing a haircut that hipsters call the fashy, as in fascist. Yeah. What the fuck? But he, he's an but asshole. Even that he's a schmuck. But he yes, went to UVA a, University of Chicago and wears five thousand right. dollar watches. Jesus. Right, and that and and that's who's, what the article talks who's about. Who's bankrolling so, this motherfucker? You know, he came from a, comes from a Oh, right, his dad's an ophthalmologist. Said, you know whose dad was yeah. an ophthalmologist, too? David Lee Roth. Uh, is that right? Yeah. So you get the they really are. good. You get yeah. the David Lee Roth. I mean, an American hero, an icon, a man <laughs> of great hero. wisdom. And then you, and then he, a son of an ophthalmologist. And then you get this motherfucker who's a Nazi piece of shit, who's the son of an ophthalmologist, whose father, by the way, wouldn't even criticize him. Yeah, he gives uh, he gives sons of ophthalmologists a bad name. Yeah, he really does because we know about Diamond Dave. But I think even that article that you sent me, which was on from the Washington Post, yeah. uh, it you know it, it talks about like well he's educated, he's articulate. Right. They're kind of normalizing whitewashing the right. him. Yeah, they're normalizing what should not be normalized. And once again, I will not use that term alt right. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Call this guy out for what he is, neo-fascist, neo-Klan, neo-Nazi, whatever you fucking want to call him, white supremacist. Just don't 
use the word all right. I seriously, I, want, what they I want. seriously, reading that article, I want to kick his ass. I was like having, it's, I, I mean, I was having like violent feelings about wanting to beat the fuck out of this guy, or worse. As a result, this is this, this this incredible hatred of a people based on their religion, their race. I mean, this is this is this is horrible. I mean, him saying "let's party" like it's 1933. Oh my god, this is monstrous. Yeah. And so, as I said, yeah. when I sent you the when I sent you the article, I said I'm buying an AR-15. But ah, you know, I don't know about that. But. I was One thinking, gun is not going to help you. No, I know, and we need strength in numbers, and you know what that means. It's got me thinking. Uh-huh. You know, maybe, maybe we should like join the Black Panthers. I think that that isn't an idea whose time is coming. You know, and I'll I'll tell you. Tell what. me, tell me. I have been saying for a long time that it, it is high time to revitalize the historic Black Jewish alliance. <laughs> and what can be better than the two of us joining the Black Panthers? So the, the question is that I have, yeah. how do we get in? Like, is there, is, do we call someone? Is there a website? There's got to be a website, Like right? blackblackpanthers.net or something? Com. No, dot, dot org. Dot org? Is it, is it a 501c3? <laughs> I don't know, but we got we to, gotta, I mean, listen, I the, our African-American brothers and, and their the, Jewish in, brothers in, are not going to survive this unless we band together. And I think, I'm, honestly, I, I want to join the Black Panthers. I mean, do you think I think I'd look. I think I'd look good in the leather jacket. <laughs> and do they? Do we have to go out and get the leather jacket ourselves? Is there a specific kind, or do they give it to you when you join? And, and that's a really interesting. Do you question. need to be nominated? Like, do you and set Not, and uh, like letters of seconding? Yeah, you, yeah, you need somebody to sponsor you, really? right? Do you need like a sponsor? I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, what? How would you get into the black pen? Is there a height requirement? Because that's dicey Ooh. for me, dude. I'm five foot six and a quarter, and I need that quarter. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a height requirement. And, and uh, I'd make the height requirement. You would. I'm not sure I will. Damn. I mean, you've got a beret already. I know, and I look pretty good in it. But yeah, I don't have a beret. You need, well, I'd make the height requirement. I don't have. A we beret can get you a beret. I mean, there's some guy in the street in New York City who's selling a beret, right? Or next time I go to Paris, I'll get you a beret. But meanwhile, no one in Paris wears berets. It's only for the stupid tourists. Um. So wait, no, no, no. More on on the on Black Panther. So. You know, do you have to, like, kick someone's ass to get in? Like, as an initiation Ooh. thing? Do you think they can put you in a room with a bunch of Black Panthers and you have to fight your way out? I'll need some time because I'll need to break in my my, uh, my Doc Martens. That'd be <laughs> uncomfortable to fight in tight Doc Martens, you know? And I need a new pair. Well, as long as the Hogma training is going <laughs> the on. The Hogma training is awesome. <laughs> it's, I'm, you should probably. No, yeah. but, like, in all seriousness. Yeah. In all seriousness. Uh, I do think that now is the time for Jews and African Americans to uh, align themselves because I agree. we have we have common interests and, and the historical uh, alliance during the civil rights era led to a, some good things. It's a lot of good things. Right. And it was only you know as the as the civil rights movement morphed into the black power movement, and which aligned itself more with the African, African liberation movements, where they started to distance themselves from Jews. And blame Jews as part of the power structure because we're, right. we look like and, the power structure, but we're really and, not. And also, and also because of our support for Israel right. and the anti-imperialist and colonialist right. uh, trope that... 
Yeah, but, you yeah. know, we're like two pork-eating guys who are critical of Israel. We definitely Black Panthers. I'm, I'm telling you. No, no, no. I, I'm interrupting your serious, your serious no, soliloquy about no. this. I think that's you're absolutely right. Our, and it's that's not, what our whole show is about. You're right. I, <laughs> I, I do think you're right, This that historic alliance. But it needs to bring in other people because African Americans, Jews, Muslims, women, I mean, we actually are under threat from what's yeah, coming from are, this administration. We, we do. We need we to are. band together in a way to fight this. Um more effectively, you know, they're talking about this registry, and I'm I'm going to register. I'm a, I'm going to yeah. be, you know, I don't know, uh, Mohammed bin Mohammed bin Zaid Cook, Stephen Al Zawahri. Uh, I don't know, Ste- or Stephen Cook, Muslim, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Abu Tabach, Stephen no, Abu Tabach, Brad Rothschild, Jewish Muslim. You should be Brad bin Laden. Oh. That's a good name. Isn't that I good? Think, though, You're Brad Bin Laden for the purpose I, I, of it. You know, that's too controversial. That's like taking, like, Hitler Dude, as the edgy. last name. you got to be edgy. Yeah. Edgy is one thing. Bin Laden yeah. is over yeah, I know, because they're, def- they're not closing edge. Guantanamo. So I, how true. would we do Can this podcast imagine? with you and Guantanamo? That would suck. I, don't, be I bet they don't get good Wi-Fi there. Hanging upside down by my ankles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With, with, like, electrodes, you know, attached to my nuts. I don't need that. Jesus Christ. I don't need that. That's an image that, that nobody needs uh, that's to an image. have in their oh, head. God, I can't get rid of that image. Nobody needs that. Uh, that's when it's okay to be scared. Yeah. I give you permission at that point right. to be afraid. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. But in all honesty, in all honesty, what really is troubling right now yeah. is when I hear these voices of the Jewish establishment who instead of pointing out the anti-Semitism and the threat from the right, they're saying, no, no, no. He's moderating. PDS. He's changing PDS. his positions. They're not even saying that. They're saying PDS. Right. They're saying... Iran. They're saying Keith Ellison. Right. Iran. The Iran deal. Like, no. Just stop. <laughs> Take your head out of your ass right. and smell the fucking coffee. No, it's true. Seriously. My, my friend, I, I should have sent this to you. Um, my friend and former intern, Michael Koplow, wrote an interesting piece on his blog yesterday about how the conflict, the way in which the Jewish community is going to kind of fall out on Trump because the way in which actually Trump and his advisors are sort of structuring the conflict. So exactly as you say, there, you know, there's parts of the Jewish community that really see, you know, BDS as the ultimate threat and Iran as the ultimate threat and support for Israel as the thing. And that even being anti-Semites, as as many of Trump's uh, people are and the people around him, they they're they can be counted as allies on those issues. Yet, and so that leaves certain elements within the American Jewish community that are willing to support President-elect Donald Trump, and then there's others like us who say, no, 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 no. First of all, a lot of those threats are are are, are not as serious as right. they, as you believe. You know, BDS is a problem on a, American campuses. I would be the first one to admit that, having gotten and, <laughs> and embroiled in some of it at, at, at Vassar. But at the same time, BDS has absolutely failed completely. If you just go to Israel and you see what's act, what's happening there. And so on and so forth. Or right, but that doesn't diminish what's going on on campus. It doesn't. It doesn't. But yeah, at the, the same time, the fear that exists in, in a broader uh, campuses. In a broader, yeah. and I agree because you know you and Jordan are looking at colleges and so on yeah. and so forth. I'm I'm further away from that than you are. But at the same time, there is a broader issue, and the the fact that 
white nationalists and neo-Nazis like Richard Spencer and his followers feel so empowered by That's Donald exactly Trump it. and believe that they are their agenda is advancing in this country and that even if it even if it requires bloodshed to achieve that agenda, they feel empowered by it. That is the biggest threat facing the Jewish community in this country. And we need to it, band together with yes. others and, and, and confront it. And it is the biggest threat facing the Jews in this country since World War II. Since World War II. And some of these leaders of the American Jewish community just don't want to see it that way. No. Because no. of their pet issues. Is, yeah. But you know what? When Israel is the most important issue that you're facing— like, check your fucking privilege, right? right? Exactly. We're living in this country, to, and we have to, to Israel. We have to continue Hebrew. to live in this country. Pick up yeah. the Galil rifle and serve in the IF. Don't lecture exactly. me about shit in the United States. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think that's I, I, it is extraordinarily frightening, um, and people do, as you said, need to get their head out of their asses on this. I, you know, yeah, I had a fight totally. with a friend from high school yesterday. Not a fight, but. You know, he's he voted for Hillary Clinton, but he's like, look, she he is moving. He's you know, he's he's come off some of these more controversial things that he said. And I said he has not denounced he has not denounced the Klan and Nazis who support him at all. All he said is we need to investigate why they're supporting me. Oh, my God. As if he doesn't know. And of course, Donald Trump, who has spent his entire life outside of Washington, now knows the Washington trick. Let's review. Let's investigate without yeah. actually having to do something. And it drives me absolutely batshit crazy. And it was in that is in that Washington Post article claiming that Trump had denounced these people. He has not done any such well, thing. You know what? Yesterday in his uh, interview with The New York Times, he you know, there was a lukewarm. Oh, you know, come on. It, it requires it so much more than yeah. that. I mean, come on. It, the way that he went after the Hamilton actors, right. if he went after the fucking, you know, neo-fascist neo-Nazis who were supporting him, if he did the same thing, then that would be unequivocal. But he can't do no. that because he, he needs them. No. He, he's right, not going to do Steven. it. All right. So, so let's talk about, before we go. Thanksgiving. What are we thankful Thanksgiving. for? Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for this year? Well, my, my temptation here is to go snarky and funny, but yeah. I, I really don't want to because... Be earnest. No, I'm going to be very earnest. Can you be very earnest? That's sort of redundant. I'm going to be earnest. I'm going to um, be very earnest. I'm be very... Look, I'm thankful this Thanksgiving, what I'm thankful for every day of my life. Um, my two beautiful, wonderful children who are the apples of my eye, who I love unconditionally and who take my breath away every time I look at them. And my amazing wife, who is my everything. Um, if, not for, if not for Lauren, I wouldn't be able to put my pants on right in the morning. She is... Um, the center of my my passion and my heart as well, and I'm deeply and profoundly thankful for that and everything that she's given us these almost 19 years. Even when Beautiful. she looks at me with a sly eye and says, "You are difficult," <laughs> <laughs> I admit it. I admit that's it. That's very nice. Yeah. That's very that's very lovely. And what uh and and what are you thankful for, my friend? Yes, I too am thankful for my three beautiful children and my wonderful wife who is supportive of me and has done everything for me. Um, you know what? I, I can't say too much more than that because I don't like to share all of my thoughts like that publicly, but, um, but yes, that is what I'm grateful for today and every day. Uh, and on a, you know, maybe less earnest, but still equally honest, 
Uh, no, I'm thankful for this podcast that we have. Because you know, you took the words we, right out of my mouth. <laughs> we have a place where we can go and vent, and now we have people who listen to us and say, oh, you guys, you guys are really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? On that note, I just want to say, I love you, man. I know you saw that movie this week. Yes, I did. Fantastic. I, I love you too, man. I love you, bros. Okay, Joven. <laughs> Joven. <laughs> so, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll be back soon. All right. All right. right. Bye-bye.